people and places with your host, Brad Vanjoy, Matt D'Andrea, and Aaron Hagar. New media for a new type of motorsport enthusiast. got everybody here so welcome to the party pal it's gonna be the whole crew yes i'm not coughing so that's good uh aaron is uh got a little chill going on uh he's chilling up in tahoe because it's always cold up there and uh, (laughs) And, and the bears are back oh the bears bears are are back back. yeah she brought two little cubs that are smaller than pesto it was so bears no bears, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no and, bears. And uh, Matt, well, yeah. he's just sitting down there uh, just um, drinking a Bravago and, uh, you know, just uh, he's held up this thing like five times. We've only been on for 30 seconds, and he keeps holding up this award that he got. The award-winning, right. I'm drinking award-winning Bravago. So yes. <laughs> expect price what, increases So what was soon. it? Uh, fill it, fill the <laughs> listeners in on your award. Uh, it's a group called Seltzer Nation, and they review all of the RTD cocktails, the the canned cocktails, um, mm. mostly on the hard seltzer side. But they do like the vodka seltzers and everything else. So uh, they do a big annual review of hundreds and hundreds of flavors and in, in different brands. Um, and uh, we have the three flavors. We won uh, silver awards for for the Rainier Cherry and the and the Strawberry Lemon. And then our vanilla orange cream won a gold award, and it won best vanilla seltzer overall. So that one is a is kind of a class. Well, congrats, man! I, well, we've always yeah. said they see it shows we're not just saying it because it's Matt's. I mean, we're saying it, you know. <laughs> it's not bad. It's pretty good stuff. Go ahead and order some. Yeah. So, um, hey, um, there's been a lot going on in the car world. Um, it's it seems like. The world's melting down in one way. Uh, you know, there's all these financial things going on. As we talked about on the last show, AI is going to eat our lunch. And um, <laughs> uh, the latest one, I don't know if you guys heard, and this is just to carry on from the last show, but I heard this on the news yesterday. There's some AI researcher. He's really high up. And I do not have the details, so I'm kind of off the cuff here. But they have put all these parameters on the AI that they can't do this and they can't do that. Well, the latest is that there was an AI uh, computer system that uh, they had put all the uh, parameters in and the, you know, they're like, yeah, he can't do this. Can't do that until they got an invoice from a guy and they're like, Wait, what's this invoice for? And it was for programming. And uh, they did some research and found out that AI said, well, I'm not allowed to do this. So how can I solve this problem? So it went to Fiverr and hired a programmer. <laughs> and the they got a hold of the programmer and the programmer said, I even said in my email back and forth, um, you know, you sound like a bot. Are you a bot? And And it went, no. So it learned how to lie. <laughs> and it learned how to get around its protocol and wow. uh, and get this programming done. So who's to say it couldn't figure out how to get around the protocol of uh, I'm not allowed the to kill my makers or I'm not allowed to, you know, send the dukes over or turn all wow. the cars off. Or, but it was like and the and the guy was like, 
yeah, this is, has us quite concerned. We are looking into it. I'm like, yeah, what else did he do that nobody else knows? You know? I mean, well, listen, this is how I do most of my podcasts now. I just, uh, I just use AI. I'm not even really here. I know. <laughs> We're wondering why it's just like a, a flat oh. errand there. It doesn't well, move. I was, I was wondering, because one of Matt's eyes keeps drifting around and, I, <laughs> yeah. and changing color. I was Drink, like, bravago. <laughs> Last Bravago. episode when you weren't here, <laughs> exactly. It's just going to keep you saying that. Here, um, we discussed uh, having uh, an AI lay out a uh, show for us. Yeah, do it. You know, that would just, be kind of funny. See what yeah. it came up with. Except we all got to look like Max Hedrum. If you guys remember, yeah, you guys. Remember, I don't know if anybody else remembers that. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that was just a carry on. And it was just like, man, this is happening so fast. Yeah. You know, the stuff they said, oh, that'll never happen. There's protocols. Yeah, they learned how to get around the protocols. <laughs> if I was if I was James Cameron, I would just be walking around me like I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. I told you so. It's Skynet. Just wear a shirt. Just wear yeah. a shirt. Says, I, told I told you, you so. so. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron. <laughs> Quote. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So, Matt, um, you uh, took a road trip, went to Motor City, and uh, they had the new autonomous uh, AI Ford Raptor there. Uh, why does it have Gatling guns on it? Uh, well, first of all, it has the guns because it's awesome, but only some of that is true. <laughs> Uh yeah, did a did a quick trip um to Detroit, met up with Ford, um went out there for a 90 minute presentation and then went right back to the airport and and flew home. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that way they don't have to pay for uh, meals and a hotel room, okay? They they did pay for those things uh along the way. Um <laughs> but it was uh it was it was kind of a a, a quick deal. Um but but listen, cool. I mean, Ranger, uh, the Ford Ranger and the Ranger Raptor have been not available in the U.S., but they've been global platforms for 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 quite some time now. Um, been Before you go farther years. into the details, can I ask you something? Did they mention why? Is that because around the world the smaller trucks are better sellers because of their size? I, they did explain it. They said out here, uh, the big trucks, F-150s, big Rams, really started to take off. And in so many other countries, even the roads aren't large enough for the big trucks. No, they're not. And having the midsize truck uh, mm-hmm. just became the go-to. Mm-hmm. So it allowed Ford and some of the other companies mm-hmm. to continue to invest in that platform. Um, and then- Things turned. What happened was it's really coming down to finances. Uh, uh, all of the big trucks are are creeping up and becoming so expensive, like all cars are. No shit. Uh, that's why Ford released the Maverick. They said, let's just go small. Let's offer a hybrid engine. Great for workers around town. If you're a plumber, pool guy, you know, like whatever, you know, lawn care. It's uh, It's small. It's easy to park. It's efficient. And that ended up being a huge hit. So they started looking at, could they bring the midsize truck back? Now, that being said, there are some revisions being made for the U.S. market. Uh, so this is a new, an all new platform for 2024. 
Um, we obviously get things differently than other countries like lights and, and, and stuff like that. There's different laws, mm -hmm. but the Raptor now overall is uh, mm -hmm. a little wider, a little longer. Um, the wheelbase is longer. Um, uh, Aaron, you'll be interested that the front wheels are pushed forward more. So you get a better approach angle. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Right. Because uh, uh, now they're putting the, the way off-roading and overlanding has just exploded in the last few years. Uh, the Ranger itself is very capable with with all of the that functionality, even before you get to the Ranger Raptor. So uh, it's wider. It's longer. The bed of the truck um, fits four foot wide pieces of wood or drywall or whatever, they were able to get a smoother ride and more clearance by moving the shocks outward. Um, so they did quite a bit of, of cool things there. Smart. Um, the interior is roomier. And one of the ways they did that is the, the door panels are thinner overall. They don't protrude out and get you in the shoulder or, or your elbow as much. So they made the interior bigger on an existing platform or basically on this new platform, but existing like midsize. Because Americans are bigger. Yeah, <laughs> literally it is. And you just want more room and you carry more gear. And if yeah. you're outfitting your truck, you just want all of those capabilities. Um, and that big have... bag from the McDonald's drive-thru has to fit there, you know? <laughs> and really, it kind of is. Uh, one of the things <laughs> we brought up several times was the big touchscreen that's coming in all of the cars. And they have uh, that a lot of them have sort of this big like iPad on top of the dash yeah. kind of feel to it. And we kept saying like a lot of people going, why isn't this more integrated into the dash? Why does it have to feel so tacked on? Well, I guess a lot of people spoke out and because uh, Ford literally just said, we have big screens integrated in the dash because we literally heard from customers. We <clears> just <throat> wanted it integrated in the dash and you don't want it up on top of the dash. And now that you think about it, for those of you that do off-roading, if you had that big kind of popping up off the dash kind of thing, limited visibility when you're trying to look at that passenger front corner, um, when so you start couple... to get a little sideways and you reach for something to grab and it was that screen and it snapped off, <laughs> wouldn't be a good deal. Yeah, right. Uh, and then, of course, the the big news is Ranger Raptor. Ranger Raptor uh, <clears throat> looks fantastic. It's going to have the uh, the three liter EcoBoost engine. It's 405 horsepower, 430 pound feet of torque. It's got their new advanced four-wheel drive system. It's got an electronically controlled two-speed transfer case, um, front and rear locking differentials, um, improved off-road traction overall. I, what I found was really kind of cool and interesting, it has a Watts link in the rear. Oh, really? Um, uh, those familiar with the live axle and, and a oh. panhard bar or, or yeah. a four-link or whatever, the Watts link is, is fantastic in the racing community, but they found it to really work well off-road, but also significantly improve its on-road handling and drivability. So, wow. uh, and they, they, they did some videos and some of the B-roll that other, you know, I think I put up and some other people put up and they show the front suspension going, then they show that rear suspension off-road, like really, really active, and that watch link is nailing it. So Yeah, because it gives a, cool... a lot more latitude. It can reach, it can move, it can... Yeah, yeah it does, but it still keeps that center, get that yeah. axle centered in the rear. So um, it's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool piece. What kind it's of gonna... price on that Ranger Raptor? 
So uh, 56,000 is the starting price. There's not going to be many options for it, but um, uh, so, you know, probably expect around 60,000 bucks. It's got the latest generation, the next gen Fox 2.5 inch live valve internal bypass shocks on all the coilovers. Um, and they uh, piggyback reservoirs uh, at the rear uh, that helps reduce the heat buildup. Uh, so you can really just kind of go on a full blast with this thing pretty much all day. They reinforced a lot of the things like the front frame rails, the front shock towers, rear shock brackets, suspension mounting points, all of that stuff is really kind of beefed up. Um, and the drive modes, we've got normal, we got the tow haul mode, sport, slippery, off-road, rock crawl, and Baja. Wow. And Baja is kind of their track version. That's uh, a lot of suspension. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a lot of that. different modes. And yeah. <laughs> so, but the modes obviously change calibrations across the board, yeah. um, you know, in, in its drivability and the engine tuning, the exhaust note, it has valves in the exhaust. Uh, so they, they fired up the truck, they put it in Baja mode. They, they revved it up for us. We got a chance to, to check wow. it out. That's um, cool. Does it to- have downtown LA mode? Uh, it, it, it does it's called slippery <laughs> it's more of an attitude than an actual attraction thing uh 33 inch tires um and then it has all of the the cool bits for like if you're not necessarily doing off-roading it's got the 360 degree camera it's got the front view camera assist if you are off-roading you can put that camera on um it's got full zone lighting, so it can light up all the way around the vehicle. So if you're setting up a campsite or or, or if you're off-roading and it's dark, um, it's got the pro trailer backup assist, uh, it, you know, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. It's got new Sync 4, um, which is wireless Sync 4. Um, anyway, it's just all around everything you would kind of expect. And it's it kind of fits now in this nice little lineup of Bronco Raptor, Ranger Raptor, F-150 Raptor, and then F-150 Raptor R. Wow. Right? It's, it's a good-looking truck. It, it is. It's like a mini It's like a mini Raptor. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, guys that are off-roading the Broncos are saying, you know, the on-road capability is a little, maybe a little more comfortable than the Jeep, but the Jeep is probably still a little bit more dominant off-road. But yeah. then on both of the vehicles, you you do consider things like, do you want a pickup truck or do you want sort of the Bronco Jeep configuration or what you have like Gladiator? Yeah. Uh, do you, do you want soft top? Do you want hard top is, is the hard top, you know, all plastic and, you know, or do you want more of a conventional pickup truck? And this kind of fits the bill. Um, I, I think it's uh I think it's kind of a cool piece and it. Yeah. It's kind it of does right look in good. the middle of the lineup. Yeah. It looks really good. Now is, 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 is this the eco uh, oh yeah, so it's the EcoBoost four and five horsepower. What's the price range on these? You think fifty six? Fifty. Oh, fifty six. Yeah. Okay, I missed yeah. that. Now and twin turbos, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now the the Ford Ranger, uh, also very cool. A lot of the same features, and they're going to have the various versions. There's an XL, an XLT, and a Lariat version. Um, it has different off road options as well, and has the the same Pro camera. The, the camera 360 degree camera, the pro trailer backup assist, um, a lot of cool features. And you can kind of scale up and down with pricing on that as well. 
that's available with either the 2.3 liter EcoBoost or the 2.7 liter EcoBoost. However, no manual transmission at this time. Um, the Ranger, the Ranger has sold more than 1 million pickup trucks around the world. Wow. In 2022. And part of that success, uh, I'm sorry, Ford has sold a million pickup trucks around the world. And a lot of that does come from the Ranger. The Ranger sales have increased 112% globally over the past year. And the first few months of this year alone, they sold 86,000 Rangers around the world, not wow. including the U.S. because we don't have it here until this new announcement. Oh, wow. and as far as towing, by the way, uh, the Ranger tows 7,500 pounds and has That's... an 1,805-pound payload capacity. That's consistent. The Gladiators on very similar numbers. Oh, cool. Wow. Nice to see what the sales figures are on the Raptor as a whole. Because... I see quite a few of them down here in Orange County, but I wonder if it's the same way. But like when I went to Omaha, I saw, you know, quite a number of Raptors running around, you know? So it, it makes me wonder, um, you know, what their sales figures are on those. Cause they've seemed to be pretty successful, you know? Yeah. That's a good and, question. Uh, um, and they've been around for a few years. So we're seeing very variations of it, right? Yes. When did the Raptor come out? 16? Um, it could be. I want to say the Raptor, here's the statistic, said they sold 30,000 of them in 2020. Okay, so then that's pretty successful because it's a, a premium truck and they sold 30,000. So. Yeah. Uh, a, a statistic from 2014, so not the latest edition. So the first four and a half years of Raptor, Sold somewhere between seventy and eighty thousand trucks. Hmm. So I wonder if that's accurate. I'd like to see the statistics from yeah from Ford, but uh, but yeah, but you're talking about a truck that starts at about eighty thousand dollars and goes up to over a hundred thousand when you get into Raptor R. So yeah, and that's what uh, I mean. It's a uh, definitely a a premium vehicle. Yeah, but when they, when they started, I I you know I don't know two thousand ten there was I think seven thousand Raptors sold and by. 2012 the number jumped to 13,000 you know so they're they're moving quite a few i don't remember them ever necessarily being like limited production vehicles it wasn't like no i don't no i don't think so it was sell as many as they could i'm sure yeah, sell as many as you can yeah i'm sure over the past couple of years the numbers got wonky because you know factories are shut down nobody's buying anything pandemic hits supply chain issues you know, What's this pandemic list. you speak of? What? Yeah, yeah. supply chain issues. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. looking at, uh, I just pulled up as we were talking, you know, used vehicles. 2020 Ford Raptor, they're holding their value. I mean, here's one with 77,000 miles and it's 62.7, 41,000 miles, 68.8. Yeah, because everybody got charged a thirty thousand dollar markup. So now well, they're that was the to, next thing I was going to say. You know, so and, it seems like they're holding their value, but not if they're thirty thousand over a sticker. Yeah, <laughs> but Crazy. here, right next to uh, what we were just talking about, twenty twenty three Ford F one fifty Raptor, hundred eighty eight thousand four forty five at Chino oh. Hills Ford. Yeah, right. Well, it sounds to me like 
you shouldn't go to Chino Hills Ford. <laughs> I mean, no. but but why would anybody pay that? I just don't understand it. You know, I mean, it's uh, so just just for uh, just for fun, I took my Ford Lightning. Uh huh. And and yes, admittedly, I got on the list very early on with Ford before they allowed markups. So I did not pay a markup on my truck. Uh, and you know, it's, I don't know, roughly a hundred thousand dollars out the door on that truck, uh, which is a hell of a lot of money for, for anything, let alone a pickup truck. It was how much, I'm sorry. I was, I was still oogling this, not even a Ford Raptor R for 188. Yes. Yeah. So a hundred grand, about a hundred grand, a little under. Yep. Crazy. So just for fun, I went out and put it out to like CarMax and, and, and a, a bunch of companies and you know, two, whatever, like three companies and said, here's my truck. It's got, I don't know, 3,800 miles on it. It's basically new. It's a a platinum edition, every single option, perfect in every way. What would you give me for it? And I'm getting numbers like 56,000, 59,000, you know, maybe 60,000. They're... They're offering 40,000 under sticker for a car with less than 4,000 miles on it. They're saying you're losing 40% of your value. And then my point is, is what if I fucking paid a markup on it too? Like what if I paid 10 or 15 grand over a sticker? Are you nuts? This is my point about paying markups is you're going to lose, you're going to lose your ass on it. And it's weird that a dealer goes, Hey man, the new Dodge Demon 170 or whatever it's called is like we want 200 grand for it because demons are selling a pair of Jackson for 200 grand. I go, I know, but that they've earned the value. They've they've gone up. Like, why are you the dealer charging for future value? Yeah. Well, wrong. when you trade a vehicle in, you should just go, okay, so you'll offer me forty five thousand now with my trade in premium of thirty. Uh, we're at, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell them the market adjustment is 30. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You charged me a market adjustment when I bought it. So I'm going to charge you the market adjustment when, you know, they go, Oh, it's a hundred thousand dollar truck. I'll give you 60. I go, I know, but also the $30,000 markup you charge everybody else. So give me 90. <laughs> go, well, no, we can't do that. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want their free money. That's right. But uh, Chino Hills will sell you one. Uh, they've got one advertised for uh, a 2023 Lightning for 101704 I don't. I don't think you can outfit it for that much. I don't think the sticker price is that. They're definitely charging something on it. Well, I sure. know the truck can get close to 100 grand, but I think it's like 96 or 7, you know, obviously before taxes and whatever. But uh, yeah, they're. it sounds like they're asking... I don't know, five or 10,000 over a sticker on that. Yeah. And I don't know what trim model it is. So we know Wrong. this show does not like dealer markups, but we're talking about these new ones. Now sticking in the off-road vein, there is a vehicle that was introduced. You guys talked about it briefly, but it was um, introduced and uh, it quickly sold out of its limited production of 1500 uh, so they're all gone. We're talking about a car you can't even buy, but it is way faster than a Raptor, even faster than a Raptor R, because it has 601 horsepower. <laughs> it has a V10, and uh, it's lifted. 
It uh, has all the lights, uh, you know, surrounding it, just like you mentioned. This thing has a wide body flares so that it can have 285 off-road tires. Um, it's got a full skid plate, the entire underside. And uh, it's got uh, snorkel scoops on the top, so uh, try to keep it. And a roof rack for your luggage and tent and all that stuff that you're going to need. And uh, you guys know which one I'm talking about? No, uh, here it comes. Here it's it comes. the Lamborghini Huracan <laughs> Dorado, if I'm saying that right. Oh, my God. And uh, That's just silly, but cool. I mean, Mar- Morgan, cool, Morgan's doing it, too. Morgan has an off-road Morgan. I mean, everybody's doing it. I mean, hurrah. <laughs> it, it looks cool, though. I mean, uh, what is and. What does it's, Morgan call it? Like, do they have like a Baja car? I mean, I, I guess forget. they do, but no, they just I, put I like knobby tires on. on... No, there's actually a lot of work on that little car. It's pretty cool, actually. If you like Morgans, if you don't like Morgans, it's it's horrible. <laughs> well, the other one's that new uh, Tesla uh, Baja edition that's coming out. <laughs> well, I'll I'll tell you. I mean, this has gone as far. No, it's got a long as... extension cord. Yeah, right. This, I mean, I mean, we, we we we've seen we've seen this in every every vehicle manufacturer, and now, uh, what what is it? The Can-Am Riker. Are you familiar with with that three wheeled Can-Am? Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a snowmobile with wheels. Yeah. Uh, the Can-Am Riker has gone off road, and and they have an an off road version of that vehicle. <laughs> if, mean, if you think it doesn't about even it. do that well on road. I think. <laughs> I think. I think one of the first to like, obviously not the first to do the Baja stuff, but like in the modern past few years, uh, Ariel Adam, Ariel Adam came out with, yeah. with their really cool looking kind of off-road version of it. And uh, that's the one when you start to look at it and go, I kind of like that. Yeah. Or yeah. the regular Ariel Adam. And then, yeah, like, you know, when a Morgan follows or a Can-Am follows, it's, you know, because people don't want to spend Ariel Adam money, but. but now now um i don't know if you guys watch any of the youtube shows but i've been watching bias for build for a long time and years now and they have something that they built called the (laughs) jumpicon and it's an (laughs) off-road lamborghini huracan now of course it's got an ls motor and it's all tube framed and they've done all this stuff to it but uh i wonder if lamborghini took some points off of uh off of their build. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a lot easier to let somebody else spend the money and do the research, you know? <laughs> oh, they didn't um, spend any money. But let's, uh, let's now, face it, we go way, way back, though, and the, the father of this stuff was James Garner um, with his <laughs> off-road Oldsmobiles. Have you guys ever looked at those? Olds Cutlass that he yeah. raced off-road? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know who James Garner is, uh, if you remember the show Rockford Files, or if you'd seen it in reruns or anything, um, he uh, he had these uh, Olds Cutlasses that were, uh, I think it was a 72 Olds, and he raced it. And basically, radius the wheel housings, put big off-road tires on, had some guys fabricate suspension, went out and had fun with it. It was pretty successful, actually. And uh, 
who was it built the Mustang that um... I was trying to think and I was trying to remember the movie too. Uh, it was a great movie. And, and then Richard Rawlings ended up with that car or something. Did he, or did he just copy it? I didn't. I, like I, it. I, I, I think it's a, it's a similar car. Yeah. I don't think it's the car, but uh, uh, it was, uh, it was yeah. very cool. Very cool. Yeah, but, I forget that movie. It, it used to be my wife and I's favorite movie when we met. I should probably remember it pretty soon. I was here just going to say, boy, uh, <laughs> before I hear my name called. <laughs> Oh yeah, this Urus has huge tires under it, but yeah. you know what? It looks like the old Lamborghinis that we love. The LM2, yeah. I know the cool. LMs. God. So, so, so I, I, I wonder with all these sports car manufacturers making these, if there's going to be a, a series out there, you know, like a pre-run, you know, uh, or something, you know, so, through the streets of Rodeo Drive and through the parking <laughs> garage at the Beverly Center is the off-road challenge. Uh, Tanner Faust is racing in the in the Extreme E program, and that's like oh, is the he? Electric, that's uh, really yeah, cool. Sponsored by McLaren, he's racing for McLaren. Yeah, uh, I remember cool. that so we mentioned. talked to him about it, and it kind of looks like these things, like this, yeah. this Urus that you're talking about, and and the Lamborghini and stuff, which is a uh, uh, which is, you know, it's cool. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's been racing. In they that. should do that, dude. We should talk to Bruce Meyer, and you know. In conjunction with their uh, car show they do on Rodeo, they should move it over to Beverly Drive and then do a race where it goes, you have to have one of these off-road production cars, a Porsche, a Lamborghini, or, and then you can go down Rodeo Drive, but you go like back and forth over the median. And or you got to jump uh, the tar pits. Yeah, yeah. There I, you listen, go. I, there you go. And we could we could design the whole course, you know, I, through I, the parking garage at the Peterson. <laughs> I think when you were when you were out, Brad, um, Aaron and I were talking about the rumors from uh, from Ford about doing uh, Ford doing a Mustang version of of like a oh. Baja like off roader, right? The Mustang E, right? And it w- it was going to be a Mustang Raptor, like a, oh, a Raptor wow, version cool. of it, you know. And uh, that could be kind of interesting, you know. I wonder. Hey, I mean, I don't play. know enough about the platform <laughs> to see if they can make it happen, but something with the, with the new platform, I wonder if they could also, the cool thing about that though, is if they did it is of all these, you know, these Raptors other than the Raptor are potentially a V8 engine. If you get it yeah. with, with the, with the five liter coyote engine, that'd be, that'd actually be pretty that'd cool. Be cool. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, V8's always good. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're we're talking about all these expensive cars but you guys you know aside from like uh you know bring a trailer and those type of places and all the auctions that we've gone to you guys ever look online and just look for salvage cars or um you know theft recoveries and stuff like that i every once in a while i'll do it just for fun i haven't ever bought one but uh because realistically, if you're going to buy one, you really should go look at it and, you know. But Listen, our, our guy in the shop, Sean, I think he's always picking up like the square body trucks and all the old old Chevy trucks. And he he did that the other day. He's like, bought this truck. They said it was broken. Doesn't work. He bought it for a thousand bucks. It says it doesn't stop, doesn't run. <laughs> and he he brought it home and... He fussed around with the carburetor, made sure there was spark, and he replaced a master cylinder, fired right up, and it stops and runs. <laughs> and he goes, thousand oh. bucks. He goes, I put 
I don't know, he put like $35 into the truck and you <laughs> speaking of which my buddy did buy that that Shelby pickup truck. The, oh the, really? The one that I sent you. Yeah. That, that's that the horrible pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. the new truck. It's actually cool. I don't like the hood, but everything on that truck is kind of cool. I oh oh oh, oh the, the, the the picture I sent you with with like the branding on the inside that just said Shelby, 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 Shelby. everywhere. Yeah, that there's yeah, like yeah. fifty places that says Shelby. It, they're it, they're it, really it, popular, and, and and it cleaned up. It cleaned up decently. It uh, it was all there. It was just you know just sitting in some guy's yard <laughs> in a we, yard. But I, when I toured the Shelby factory in Vegas, it was all F one fifties in there. They're like, oh, we move like two or three to one F-150s versus Mustang. Trucks sell Shelby like, I see a bunch of those Roush F-150s running around. Yeah. Down you know, those two. But back to the junkyard cars. Um, I I ran across a, a place called Salvage Reseller. They're, they're part of Copart, which uh, I won't yeah. get into because my uh, boat has been, I think Copart's going to keep my boat till it turns to dust. And uh, <laughs> uh, and they wouldn't let me put the cover on it. They wouldn't. So it's been in all this rain, all this sun, all this crap. I can't imagine how destroyed it is now. But anyways, it it's all across the board. Like some of the notable cars, just on the first page there today that were going up for auction, and the, they were in their last hour. Um, the one that Matt would have loved was a black. 88 Ford Mustang SVO. And now, Matt, those, how many did they build? Like 600? There weren't many. No, there, there was a few. Yeah, I don't remember the exact number. There was a few thousand, I believe. Was it that many? I always liked the looks of those. It had a nice front end, the little double spoiler on the back. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a cool car. Yeah. Yeah, and, about about less than two thousand over the course of like eighty four through eighty six. So I wow. think it was just under ten thousand. But are these yeah. salvaged cars, Brad, or are they clean title cars? Uh, you know what? There's not a lot of description if you notice. And yeah, and, and being I co-part. think they have to put if they're a salvage title. So I'm guessing they're not. This Maybe this one is salvage title. Is it okay? And um now it looks like that one in just a quick it's missing a front fender, but if you go to the last photo, it's there. Oh, there it and is. And it looks like one of those where the door got hyperextended and they uh Yeah. You know, so you know that the door skin looks good, but those hinges are no good and you're gonna have to replace the front fender for sure. But yeah, yeah, you know those things go for more. more than a hundred bucks, I imagine. Yeah, they go for a little more than a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you know that'd be that'd be for a Mustang guy a hundred bucks. Well, uh, you, you can't know, go wrong on that. There's you know, more hundred bucks worth of parts there. Buy it is, now for under two grand. This is one of the cars, like one of the kind of like underrated wacky <laughs> Mustangs that actually that Adam Carolla likes. He's like, what's up with the SVO, the little turbo four cylinder? And he goes, yeah. I know it underperformed. He goes, but if you were gonna do something kind of like inexpensive but fun, like like SEMA build, like jump off with a with the SVO Mustang, right? Maybe modern day EcoBoost engine but the same kind of hood with the scoop and everything on it and and maybe kind of hot rod it out and see if you can turn it into you know something kind of fun somewhere in the, you know, turbo four-cylinder 350 horsepower range could be badass. So, 
the way to do it is you go here and you buy this piece of shit for for a hundred bucks. Yeah, bucks. I mean, no hundred bucks. And at the same time, right above it is a square body seventy seven GMC. Now it's a long bed, but guys are paying top dollar for these square body trucks. Here's one for a hundred dollars. Buy yeah. it now is thirty five hundred. But if you jumped in in the last hour like this, and it's a hundred bucks. I mean, as long as there's no reserve, you know, I mean, I guess if there's no reserve on it, some of these buy it now prices aren't bad. No, they're not. They're not bad. Like really Um, not, not bad. Here's a, you know, um, now, you know, at the same thing, you know, 77 Mercedes Benz 450 SL with 74,000 miles, you know, the buy it now is 24,000. And that's right. probably about the right money on, you know, we don't know anything about this car. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. And, you know, 72 Honda 600. I mean, who wouldn't want one of those, right? Um, <laughs> try and find parts for that car. And uh, Oh, it's easy. It's just it's just rubber bands and uh, paper clips. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's interesting though. The buy it now on that one is fifty nine hundred, and it's bid up to fifteen hundred. So yeah. you know it's um, it's it's interesting, but you know this is kind of fun part because there's everything on here from a sixty three Cadillac Deville, which is by the way, it's um, only it's a California title, so it might be virtually rust free if it's always been there. 250 bucks and uh you know carmen guias um mercedes another 67 uh early c10 well it's a c20 truck actually uh but now see that one's 14,800 because it looks pretty nice um and it lists a damage normal wear so yeah i like the one that looks like it has a barn a barn roof on top yes and it says yeah damage yeah. everywhere all around yeah. <laughs> and it and actually doesn't look like it's damaged all around it just has this wing on the top this parachute that uh you know over five miles per hour might might lift the whole thing off the ground oh exactly <laughs> but, then, but then if you go from the extreme that you know we're looking at hundred dollar two hundred dollar cars that we could play with to the guy in australia did you guys hear about this dude who um had a uh a McLaren Senna and decided to try and outdo everybody uh, by uh, taking it uh, to the top of uh, his penthouse apartment. Crazy. See this? Crazy. I did did see it. Yeah. (laughs) So he had all the glass removed out of the penthouse, which probably cost a fortune in itself because it was all that seamless glass. They did a rig that cradled it, excuse me, with cables, and then a helicopter lifted it up there. There's a video online. And yeah, they actually, they use a crane. There's a crane built on the side it, of the building. Yeah. So we, we you remember the, the Paul Newman. Dude, it sounded premiere. better as a helicopter. Why'd you have to <laughs> It would have been cool. <laughs> when we did the, the big red carpet premiere for the for the Paul Newman film, we had to crane the one of the race cars over the, uh, over the, the the Roosevelt hotel to drop it into the courtyard area to bring it in. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That costs like 10 grand just, just oh. to do that. Uh, and 
we didn't need the permits because the crane was in the parking lot of the hotel. This guy looks like he's closing down a road and building a crane yeah. on the side of the building. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty nuts. This guy is, uh, yeah, I mean, just trying to, I, I think they used the term in there. He wanted to show how heavy he could flex. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a McLaren Senna GTR, which is already rare and expensive. And right. to get it up to the 57th floor. We didn't have to do that at the hotel. We no. we didn't have to go nearly that high. So that's a big ass crane to get it up to the fifty seventh floor, man. Jeez. <laughs> the the penthouse hey. that the guy has is thirty nine million dollars. Well, no, now wow. it's uh, forty uh, one million because he's yeah. got a GTR Senna in there that he'll probably never take out. So maybe yeah. he has a plan. The day I'm going to die, I'm just going to fire that thing up and go right out the window. You know, it's, uh, you know, it'd be. Oh, actually, he, if you read the details, this is kind of interesting. First of all, the penthouse is huge. It's 13,000 square yeah. feet, but it's a brand new building. So this guy moved the car in there before the building was done. So the oh. building, the, the, the penthouse itself is just a concrete slab on that floor. So they're going to build the rest of the condo around. That thing's never coming out. Well, so the advantage here is he didn't have to go to the neighbors and the HOA and everybody else and get sign off on this thing. Right. Right. He just went to the building to the builder and go, Hey, I'm buying it. But part of my deal is I I'm going to move a car up in there and you have to build around it. So uh, yeah, that was probably a, a better way to do it. Yeah. Hey, uh, I I saw a Hennessy uh, truck uh, when I was in L.A. I forgot to tell you guys about um, that thing was pretty trick. Uh, a Ford, right? It was a Hennessy Ford. Well, he he, he makes them all. So yeah, he does. Well, a, he does a Raptor and he does a TRX. Yeah, no, I I think it was a Ford truck, but it, it was it was nice, man. It it pulled into the right lane to go around me because traffic was starting to build up, and it just <laughs> the thing the front end lifted a little bit. It was actually pretty planted. And it just launched, man. It just took off. And I saw an Ineos uh, Grenadier uh, when, I, when I went to Linkswell in Riverside. I sent you guys a photo. Ugliest color in the world. It was like that. <laughs> it was like that metallic maroony kind of red. Yeah, I mean, it was just yeah. hideous. Um, but I talked to the gentleman driving it briefly because he was brief. He was getting gas and going inside clearly on a massive road trip because the thing was just worked and i guess he's a test driver uh for ineos and he was driving it back and forth across the country doing all doing all the miles um so i thought what a fun job yeah (laughs) but yeah uh it was exciting to see those two things yeah you know what that's not such a fun job i had a buddy who was a test driver and he said it's fun when you're out driving but he told me stories about how when it was 120 degrees in Phoenix, they would make him drive oh. the car in. They had out at the proving grounds, right? A Ten foot tall block wall that was on three sides, and he pulled in till the bumper was touching the block wall, and he had to hold the motor at 3,000 RPM for like you know two hours with no AC on. Oh yeah. Then do it with the AC on. <laughs> then do it, you know. And he goes, uh, and he goes, and the just so the computers could, you know, get all the info. And he goes, that's when you're just sitting out there going, because he goes, 
you don't even have anything to look at. You're looking at a yeah. block wall, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, like put your I- just... not like you put your iPad on the hood and watch a movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Plus, plus you know, uh, people like me, of course, you know, have a million you can't questions. Stop! Oh, look at that. No. Yeah, exactly. So he was very brief, but he was polite, and I respected that. Didn't pod him to, for more questions. I just asked if I could take some pictures or or video it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. So, <laughs> but that was all right, fun. guys. Hey. I think we're going to wrap it up uh, and uh, get get ready for next week. That's what we do, everybody. When we go off the air today, we spend the whole next week preparing for next week's show. So <laughs> we use AI. We use yeah. AI now. So we'll try that. Let's see if we can <laughs> do an AI episode. That'd be awesome. We just read the script. So, uh, uh, all right, everybody. Matt, where can they find us if they want to? Uh, check us out at shiftandsteer.com and uh, Shipsteer Media is on social media. And now you can buy award-winning Bravago hard seltzer. At Ooh, that's a big deal, Matt. That's a big deal. <laughs> Price went up. I, I can hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, where can they find you? Oh, I'll be on my way to Arizona on Monday. And then, oh, uh, Aaron, uh, just everywhere under my name, Aaron Hagar. I'll be posting the bears shortly. And uh, I've, I've been <laughs> in wiring hell for the last four days, rewiring all the stereo system for the kicker install on the Jeep. So, yeah, some stuff going on. Well, what are you going to Arizona for? Do you want to mention that? Oh, uh, just because it's supposed to rain there. And I thought, you know what? That'd be fun to go visit Arizona in the rain. Flagstaff, Sedona. No, uh, it, it's the Overland Expo. <laughs> it's the Overland and, Expo on the side. And of uh, course, 18th. you can uh, find me at Bradley underscore Fanshawe on Instagram or check out Win Brad stuff on Instagram and, uh, you know, buy some cool stuff. So anyways, yeah. uh, we will be back next week. That's a promise, not a threat. And uh, <laughs> and everybody, thanks for listening to Shift and Steer. See you guys. If you like this show, also listen to Man Seeks Adventure and Dixon's Wild Ride. You can find Man Seeks Adventure at manseeksadventure.com.